What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dreamos podcast. We are so stoked to have the man, the myth, the legend, and my good friend, Spencer Kane, with us today. What's up, Spencer? What's up, man? You're certainly not talking about me. I mean, I could, I, I probably, I, I might be, you know. But you, I think you the are giveaway a hype was man, like, like through and through, and I do appreciate that about you. There needs to be more people like you in the like, world. I mean, when I have friends like you, it's hard not to be. Oh, look at this! Yeah, you we know, really... we're just having a moment. Okay, you're so make for me feel good about for myself. Those, <laughs> for, <laughs> for those who don't know you as well as I do. Yeah. Would you mind letting everybody know a little bit about who you are, what you're up to, that kind of stuff? Yeah. So um, I'm a professional uh, controller operator. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, So I do music. (laughs) Um, I have been doing solo music since the age of 13, um, 26 now. Uh, I joined a band called Anthem Lights when I was 19 um, and have been doing that ever since. So I've been balancing those two. Uh, for a few years now and uh, yeah music's kind of been the dream the goal for uh, quite a quite some time now and uh, through many many seasons of um, different opportunities and lack thereof we are here today talking on the podcast with my guy Josh and uh, excited to you know chat about whatever we have in store and um, get to know each other a little better but yeah been doing music for a while now it's fun I do hip-hop R&B music uh, the band does like acoustic covers and stuff online, so uh, diversified sound for sure. Yeah, he's actually insanely talented. So Anthem Lights and then Spencer Kane everywhere. Mm. You're you're gonna want to listen to it. You're gonna want to playlist it. You're gonna want to share it. You're gonna want to do all the things. Thanks, man. but uh, man, I'm just like getting ahead of myself. That's like the wrap up, and I'm doing right, it right, right. now. <laughs> this has been a great show. Thanks for having me. I'll see who you, you guys. are. <laughs> see yeah. You guys later. All right, Matt. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, for sure. Well, I it's it's interesting too to just see how young you started, and then the longevity of your career already, and mm. y- you know you were saying some opportunities and some lack thereof. Like, mm-hmm. what's that process been like when there's like some some highs and then some right. lows? How have you sort of navigated both of them? Man, um, it was it was good. I. I uh, I learned a lot as as we were first starting out because like some things happened very quickly and you kind of think like you're on a certain trajectory um, and also like the landscape of everything was drastically different when I started versus now like starting music today like it 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 just looks very different like you're not going to be doing the same things there's not going to be a desire like there's no need for like just going and touring right out right out the gate and like building a fan base that way there's so many different methods to go about it now so like just believing an opportunity that was coming into your lap at uh, when I was first starting out and thinking that's going to be the thing that like takes it to the next step or takes you to the next spot and then it falls through you kind of just become this like jaded in a in the best way like person protective not excited about much until you really like have it happen um, and that's like a hard mindset for a lot of people to kind of grasp and you know connect with because a traditional job it's kind of just like the work you put in is what you get out of it Um, but in the music industry, there's a lot of betting on yourself, taking gambles, taking risks, you know, kind of doing a lot of work that's not necessarily guaranteed on anything on the back end. So, um, you know, opportunities have come my way and you make the most of them and then they, they can leave as fast as they've come in. So, um, keeping a positive headspace, trying to just like 
keep the ball moving, um, changing with the ever-changing algorithms and social media platforms and uh, outlets to get your music out there as an independent artist. Um, it's it's hard to keep up, but the people who can and can evolve and adjust with the times uh, really see success. Um, and also, you got to have to have something original as well. So it's a good balance of everything, but um, it's it's not, it's not easy being your own <laughs> boss, essentially. Yeah, it's like you were saying, adjust, evolve, and then keeping a positive headspace. Mm-hmm. I mean, that takes a lot of discipline. It takes intentionality. Right. And then you said just now it's like being your own boss. It's You've got to lead yourself where you right. want to go. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a blessing. I mean, to be able to like do that for a living has definitely been a blessing because not everybody can say that. So I'm, I'm very thankful uh, in a lot of ways. And then also just, you know, um, trying not to be an older artist that's just like, ah, TikTok's ruining the industry, blah, blah, blah. You know, because I mean, countless artists yeah. are going to spit that tune. And although there's some validity to what those people preach and say, um, at the end of the day, it's going to be up to you because there is somebody out there that's doing it. So um, you kind of just got to pick where you put your heart, pick where you put your time. Um, that's been a lesson that I've tried to teach myself over these last few years is like, if I'm not enjoying myself, if I'm not feeling fulfilled by it, it's never going to come across authentic or believable. Um, and I think that's really noticeable to an audience nowadays. Like you have to really be authentic. Um, you can sniff out a fake. You can sniff out somebody who's just doing it for the clout pretty easily at this point. And, uh, you know, obviously some are going to slip through regardless. But I think the uh, the room for error, room for uh, wiggle room is getting thinner and thinner as there's just so much out there. So as you're gearing up to make yourself known, you really got to have to put something together that's really offerable. Yeah. Just hearing you talking about like authenticity, is there is there a certain approach that you take to authenticity? Is that something that comes naturally to you? Do you have to work at it? What's that been like? Just because what, like how you just explain it, it's like they're going to know if you're being authentic or not. Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a specific like thing that you can just like prepare and like all right, I'm gonna be authentic because I, I it just kind of it's going to come naturally to certain people and some people it's going to like, you know, be a show. I feel like for a long time, the industry um, was kind of like playing parts, you know, like you can look at the the rise and stuff of artists and people that have like made their way through, you know, I mean, like Lady Gaga has been massive and though that all of her showmanship may be authentic to her, she's kind of playing a part a lot of that time, you know, I mean, it's costume, it's very theatrical, it's very like, playing this persona and as she's gotten older we've seen her diversify that a little bit and seen some different sides of her and you've gotten to know her as a complete human but you you isolate it down to that first wave of lady gaga or the first wave of xyz artist it's kind of like you're playing that part and so there's like there's there's room for that today but i i don't know i guess the best way i can describe it is like you you watch those like throwback of those like tv shows that aired back in 2004 where it was like love contestant stuff or like other things and you're just like man this is so corny like people believed this this was so obviously put together by the producers and i feel like that type of energy you can kind of see as people are like man he just made that song because he knew it would work for tiktok but he doesn't really know about music or he doesn't know about the other parts of the industry that you're gonna have to know about for sustainability and stuff and so although people are popping overnight i just feel like there's gonna be a lot that's lost and a lot that like kind of make people just go up as fast as they go down. So um, the authenticity, I think, comes from a place where you just know you're creating out of genuine 
uh, intention. You're creating because it means a lot to you. You're creating because it fulfills you. And when you're living in that, when you're making that kind of art, regardless of the genre or type of art that it is, I just think that's obvious. And so like the only way I would, I would even give advice on that is just like look into yourself and ask yourself why you're doing something and what's your motive, what's your purpose in it. And, and just like act accordingly. If it fulfills you, if it fills you up and it makes you happy, other people are going to see it. And if it doesn't, and you just feel like it's a job, other people going to see it. And that's something I have to deal with a lot of times too, is because I'm just like, man, should I be doing this? Because I should be, or because I want to be, and if I'm doing it because I should be, people are going to see that and they're going to be like, eh, "That's kind of corny." Yeah, that's so good. It's like, do I want to do this or should I do this? And mm-hmm. I think you do a really great job of of doing things with purpose, with intention. Mm-hmm. Like your why is is to is to write from your own experiences and write about yeah. what you're up to and even just write about your wife Brooke like you've right. written some right. incredible songs about her based on your relationship together I love those songs and it She's just it does news. come through Yeah I mean even your live shows going to those mm. shows it's like you can I can experience uh what you're talking about mm-hmm. through through that live performance with the songs that you've written with intentionality and you're not yeah. like oh I'm writing this because I got to be authentic. You're just mm-hmm. writing and performing and delivering your vocal in a way that matters to you. And mm. it just comes across. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. That was really sweet. Yeah, man. I mean, I, w- I would say too, just going off of what you were, you, we've been talking about, mm-hmm. you've got this cool saying, take a chance. <laughs> oh, and take I a chance. feel like, yeah. yeah. And you, you live that. And it'd be cool just to, share you know with the listeners a little bit about what that means to you and how you would you know you'd like that to impact them yeah no take a chance um was a saying i didn't know would hold so much weight in my life until i kind of said it i was in a writing session with my buddy levi um and we were writing a song and he and i shared a similar story where it's just like we kept feeling like we were facing roadblocks along our path in this industry you know like we, we fit the image, we fit the sound, we fit the X, Y, Z thing that was in front of us, but then something else would just come in and just like, nah, take it, take that opportunity away. Kind of like I said, opportunities come and rise and fall, right? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, for me specifically, coming up in the faith-based industry, but still trying to do a genre that typically isn't received as well in the faith-based realm for, for mm-hmm. years up until this point, I think it's starting to become a little bit wider of a... Of a um, of a, of a lane for people to create and free freely make stuff yeah. that can still be received. There's not as much boundaries, thankfully, but also it's just, it's just taken a long time. Um, but growing up in that and knowing like, Hey, there's not this in this industry and this is what I want to do. And I just kept finding myself hitting a roadblock. It felt like one of those opportunities where I was like, man, if someone could just take a chance on what I've been trying to achieve or vision or dream up or go towards, I feel like I'd execute. And I'd, I'd found myself as I was writing that song and, and putting those words together for that song's sake, I was like, man, that really kind of holds true with a lot of portions of my life, like requesting that a coach just trusts me with, you know, the point guard position on this team or, you know, um, a relationship. This girl can just trust that, like, I'm going to deliver on my end. She's, I'm not just going to be part of her trauma story or, you know, fill in the blank on relationships or, or any part of my life where I'm just like, man, I really wish I could have this, this circumstance take a chance on me executing. And um, 
And so when we kind of like pieced that together, he and I were both like, man, this like really resonates with like both of our lives and our story and the song is really coming together. And so it's, it's still one of my favorite songs I've ever written just because that statement, that's that, that thought process still just sticks with me. And it's going to be kind of like the chip on my shoulder going forward even where it's just like, I always want to be like, take the chance on me. I'm not going to let you down. I'm going to make sure I'm prepared enough to execute anything that's requested of me, but also execute for myself. And so I tatted it on my arm, uh, holds true to this day, and uh, I'll never forget it. But uh, anybody that's like heard that statement, I've, I've, I've really loved sharing the story behind it. Yeah, it's so good. And for, you know, everyone listening, if there's something that's going on in your world that you're just, do I, do I risk it? Do I try it? Uh, like, what if, you know, asking yourself, like wondering what they're going to think about you, it's just, just right. take a, take a chance on yourself, take a chance yeah. on what your dream is, take a chance on where you want to go, take a chance on your creativity and your craft and take a chance mm-hmm. on who you are and who God's made you to be and just go for it and, and see what happens. And yeah. I think, you know, Spencer's story here is just talking about a life of resilience, a life of perseverance and a life that's willing to take chances and it's riding those highs and lows and being consistent mm-hmm. through it all. And at the end of the day, some great things happen, but they happen when you take a chance. They happen when you keep going. They happen when you're willing to take those risks that are needed to make the moves to make things happen. So yeah. just take a chance is, I mean, it resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And when I hear that story every time and uh, it hits a little bit differently because yeah. certain things that I'm going through, it's like, it's as simple as just take a chance. Oh, it's a yeah. leap of faith. Okay. It's like, it's yeah. Yeah. It's like, and it doesn't have to be that big. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if you even talked a little bit about that. Like the chances that you take don't have to be massive. They, right. they just have to be taken. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, the scale of what that is, I feel like that ideology can apply anywhere. You know what I mean? Like you'll never know unless you try. Um, and I feel like the worst no is the no you received because you didn't even like start it. You know what I mean? Like you just, you never know what might happen. And, and I know a lot of artists are uh, like, it's a common trope that's just like, man, I hated this song, but like this person loved it. So we put it out and now it's my biggest song. It's like, well, you just took a chance on something that like, that could be released or that gave you an opportunity to be seen. And now, you know, look at what it's doing. It's paying its dividends back to you. You're getting opportunities from X, Y, Z thing. Like you just never know what's going to happen. Um, so to say no to something should be a, a far smaller list than saying yes. That's so good. What uh, a little bit earlier you were talking about, um, just what you're doing or the chances that you are taking on yourself. There's going to be people looking at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, aside from just, you know, seeing if you're being authentic or not, there's just lack of better words. It's just, there's the haters out there. There's people sure. judging what you're doing. There's people looking at it. How do you deal with that? Oh man, I I get really hurt. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it it's it kind of comes with the trade, I guess. I think you can kind of look at any uh, creative or entrepreneurial uh, opportunity in your life and realize that there's going to be pushback. People who disagree. People who don't. Um, believe in it or people who don't uh, like just don't like it it's not their preference and for some reason the uh, internet has allowed a lot of warriors to feel like their opinion needs to be aggressively heard so um, but again it's it it 
I don't know. It just it kind of like it can hurt you at times when you really care about something. You really want to deliver a message. It can you can kind of like sting a little bit. But um, I, I guess that's just that's just following your purpose, following your dreams, following your passion, following what you feel like you've been aligned to uh, execute in your life. That's just going to supersede anything. And so um, who knows? Maybe some of that hate can be constructive. Maybe some of that hate can um, push you in a different space or it just affirms you because I just feel like sometimes the best things in life that you got going for you will receive the most pushback. And so um, without being ignorant and blind to those around you who maybe could speak into your life and really give you some guidance that you might be needing, um, you kind of just have to like take it with a grain of salt, read through it, take what you can from it if it's valid or if it's if, it, if there's anything to take from it and you just move on. Um, I, social media is like such a powerful tool but if, if abused, just like anything else, I feel like it can really be damaging. And so I've had to teach myself to just like be off it. Not so much even hate, but just what I'm consuming is just like affecting my headspace. And so that starts trickling into when I'm actually working on something or being passionate about a project I'm, um, I'm currently in, then, then you're not going to be as productive. Um, and so it, it, it's not related, but uh, my sister-in-law, Lauren, she, she gave me this perception once because I was dealing with some like anxiety about being able to sleep or whatever, right? And I'm, I'm going to connect this. This is, this is disconnected. But I was not able to sleep one night, and I was just like, and that's a, that's a pretty consistent night for me, honestly. I can't sleep. Um, and so I was sitting there, and she, and she was like, you know, something that helped me once was like personifying, like removing yourself from your current situation, being like the present you needs to sleep and get rest and be healthy for the future you to achieve what they're trying to go after and like be able to deal with the problems and the issues that you're working on, right? And so if you can apply that to this where it's just like presently there's somebody commenting on your stuff and they're hating or there's they're you're getting pushed back from xyz direction but if you can remove yourself from the emotion of that moment so that your current person can be you know healthy filled up and ready to create for that future future version of you to execute even better um i don't know how how if that's making sense in the connection but something in that headspace where it's just like Let's get past the moment that you feel like is insurmountable yeah. because that next version of you really needs you to be on it. Yeah. Wow. That's really, really good. It's, it, I'm just like mentally taking about a million notes right now from everything <laughs> that you're saying. So it's like, let me just, I'm like, let me just take a sec here. That's, that's I love it. so helpful. It normalizes it, and it's also just changing a th- your like reframing it to see it a little bit differently. Right. It's like let me get a little bit of a different perspective. It's like how can I get my present time Spencer, or just uh-huh. for me, it's like present time Josh, like yeah. okay with with this moment because it's preparing me and you for the future moment. Right, and it's it's so cool once we start reframing things and thinking about it like that, because it can get us out of our head and just back into the moment and back into the steps that we need to take to get to the right. future that we're wanting to believe in in the first place. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I mean, like the creative industry, like we've already said, like opportunities are literally going to come in so many different ways. And if I'm hung up on the one dude that said my music's trash or that, you know, like your performance wasn't, you know, top, what, fill in the blank of whatever hate or negative feedback you've got. If I'm stuck there mm-hmm. and then another opportunity comes along the route and it's presenting itself of a similar situation or like, you know, if I, if I can really show out at this studio moment and like impress the people I'm going to be writing with, maybe that will lead to more blah, blah, blah. But if I'm stuck on the hate, 
then I'm going into that like half as confident. My ideas aren't going to be as good. I'm not going to be able to deliver what I know is the best version of me um, because my head's still stuck in, you know, two days ago with the comment on YouTube. And so I I guess just like taking taking the social media as like purely just a tool and an ability to further your art rather than validation or credibility, even though those can be positive traits that can come along with it. But reframing it to just be like, no, nah, I'm going to use this thing as an ability to basically just put put my stuff in front of a microphone. And then I just got to let it go. I got to let it go from there. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be in yeah. the hands of the almighty algorithm. And I just can go back to my cave yep. and work on my stuff for the next mm-hmm. thing that could pop up, you know? Yeah, that's so good. Wow. You've said so many amazing things. No, oh, today thank you, we're man. probably gonna have to do an episode two. Like I've just like, <laughs> let's go. Is there one final thought that you would tell or share with the listener about um, if they're going through whatever they're going through or something that you've gone through that you could speak to that you would say, hey, like this is what I would tell you to keep going. This is that one mm. one thing. If you could tell them, what would that be? Man, I could. I feel like I would say a lot of things um, to this answer, but I think I'll go, I'll go what's been like currently what I've been going through in my own space over this last like year, year and a half that's kept me in a better space is the comparison game. Like everything on socials and this, again, it comes back to social media consumption for me. Like I I had to remove some apps because of anxiety inducing stuff. Like I, I really had to reframe what I'm consuming um, because it's, it was affecting too much else. Um, but I think as you're scrolling, as you're, you know, working with people, you're getting connected, you're getting tapped into communities, you know, you're moving to a city that has people there. It can get so easy to either fall into the clicks or fall into the comparison game of like, this person's doing a lot better than I am, blah, 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 blah. And then you start like equating your equations of success to each other. And it's like, well, he did this and this and this and that. I added all that up and it worked. But then if I do something similar, it's not. Or he's getting this opportunity and it should have been me. Like it it was so damaging for me. I felt it like creeping into the way I handled relationships, the way I was going and approaching my own art and the way I was approaching my own career. Um, and and that was it just was more harm than help. Um, and so I would say as you're starting out in this music, if you already have a base, if you're just getting started, learn from people. Don't be confrontational. Just to, if, if somebody's like, if you, don't agree, if you don't agree with somebody, just move on. There's no need to fight. There's no need to argue. There's no need to debate. Uh, just move on. Do your thing. Move in silence. My favorite quote um, from Lil Wayne is real G's move in silence like lasagna. I think that's one of the hardest lines ever. <laughs> But it, so it really good. speaks to me. I know it's so corny, right? But it really is kind of like one of those things where it's just like, do your yeah. thing, move with your purpose, find your community, mm-hmm. find your group of people who are going to you know, empower you and give you feedback. And you can kind of like, like, I don't know, as a creative, I like to get people's like ears and stuff on my music. So having that group of people where I can just be like, hey, made this, what do you think? Like it just gets that itch yep. off uh, you know, the, imme- the immediate rela- uh, relationship to be able to just like check on something. But then just like, mm-hmm. just move, just do your thing, work with people who are like-minded and don't do the comparison thing. Don't exclude people. Don't include people for clout. Like just do your thing. And in the social landscape, I think it's going to paint out for you. Yeah. Do your thing. That's, that's it. That's it. And it's so I, simple. I think before, it's so simple and it's like some of the hardest things to do are the most simple things. But Facts. once you do them, Absolutely. you're like, ah, oh, it wasn't that. It wasn't that bad. 
Yeah. Like, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for hanging today. We might just need to, I'll probably end this and then I'll probably just listen back on everything you just shared so that (laughs) I I can keep on taking chances based on everything you just encouraged. Let's go, dude. Bring it back. Full circle Uh, moment. And you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And okay. Now you all probably think like, whoa, his music couldn't be as good as his talking. But uh, it's it worse, really dude. Is. Trust me, it's, it's way worse. <laughs> it's just so good. It's like, how are you? You're so motivational, wow. and your music is as great as it is. I'm like, man, he's got it all. He's got it all. Wow, bro. Uh, where can where can we find you? So you can search uh, if you're interested in my solo music. It's just Spencer Kane. K is K. Kane is K A N E. Um, if you, uh, if you like hip hop and R and B stuff, um, I have music up since I was 13. So like, if you press shuffle on my Spotify page, you're either going to get something like from modern or you're going to hear like a prepubescent kid just squeaking to hit notes and stuff. So beware of that. Um, and then if you like covers, if you like four part harmonies, if you like, uh, you know, Four younger men singing old hymns and Disney and U2 and Celine Dion and all of the things. Pretty much name a song. We've covered it. You can search up my band, Anthem Lights. Um, we're on YouTube, Facebook, social media. So you search either of those names on any social media platform, and I'm sure you'll come across some of our stuff. Um, but, yeah, that's that's us. Well, everybody, go listen to everything. Playlist it all. <laughs> like it. Go share listen it. to everything. Dude. Follow him. <laughs> do it all i mean i mean uh, why not i mean i will why not? i'm going to yeah <laughs> i mean right come yeah, on sure. well thanks everybody for listening in with uh spencer kane and myself and we will see you next time on the dreamos podcast Hey, thanks again for hanging with us on the Dreamos podcast. And before you go, if you want to be the first to know when new episodes drop, just make sure to subscribe, like, follow, turn notifications on, and all that other stuff to make it happen. And if you want to share this with some friends, that would mean so much to us. Just make sure when you do, tag Dreamos Collective so we can make sure to say hey. And last thing, if you want to learn more about the community and how you can be a part of Dreamos Collective, just visit dreamoscollective.com. All right, that's all I got for you. Talk to you soon.